Welcome to Devin Dragon Radio. I'm your host, ML Ruschak. I'm here with special guest, Kimberly Giles. Welcome. Thanks. Happy to be here. Now, you do a couple of different things. One is being an author and the other is being a coach. So what came first? Actually, coaching came first. Yeah, so- I, I started coaching about 20 plus years ago. So why did you go into coaching? What is the why behind it? Yeah, I, I'd had a rough journey and I discovered some things that made life so much easier and, and happier and lighter with less suffering. And, and I wanted to share those, but I actually started coaching with a, a, a different company mm-hmm. and they had material for me to use with my clients, but it wasn't helping them. And so I started drawing on some of the things I'd learned through my own journey and my stuff worked. And so I eventually started my own coaching business. I actually mostly now certify other coaches to use my program. And it's a simple program, but it's so profound in the way it helps every single person who learns to do it. And so eventually I wrote, wrote a book because I wanted it to be even more available to lots and lots of people. Right. We put things we okay we as coaches go through a journey we all go through we're at rock bottom I don't know where to go I need help I don't know where to go to help so you start reaching out to people in your network out of your network everywhere in between and then you find someone that says okay you start going this way okay well it's working a little bit but it's not working the way we want it to so we stay on this journey and eventually create our own programs because we find other people's programs don't work as well as we want them to. It's a common story, huh? It is. It's very common. (laughs) People don't realize it's a journey. Getting help is not an overnight thing. It's a journey. Mm -hmm. It is. So, so I would love to share if, if you want to go there please, today, please, some please. of the things that are in my book that are in the coaching program. That is why we're here is learn a little bit about what you do and give people you as help. <laughs> hey, well, what I, I realized early on is that there's two fears that we all do battle with and And those two fears are responsible for all the problems we're having. And when I tell you what they are, you'll go, oh yeah, I can see how this is the, it's the bottom of any behavior that you don't like about yourself, any negativity, depression, anxiety, whatever you experience. If it's fighting with your spouse or it it doesn't matter what it is you're experiencing, the same two fears are in play for all of us. So can I tell you what they are? Go ahead. Okay, so the first one we call the fear of failure. And this comes from the belief that I might not be good enough. And all of us have it. Every human on the planet has this belief. I don't know what happens in childhood, but maybe it's every five minutes somebody says, no, don't do that. Don't be like that. You need to be like this. And we start getting this belief that the way we are isn't right. We need to be different than this to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right? And so we all trying. Yeah, we start trying to be someone else's expectation instead of our own. Yeah. 
but this belief grows up with us. Mm -hmm. And no matter what we do the rest of our life, we're still kind of haunted with this insecurity that we might not be enough. Mm -hmm. And it causes problems. It makes us easy to offend. So our spouse could say or do anything. And what we heard is you don't think I'm good enough. That's what we'll always hear because that's what we believe. And it causes problems everywhere in your life. Mm -hmm. So that's the first one. The second one is we call the fear of loss in the book. And what it really comes down to is a belief that you're not safe. And I don't care what kind of childhood you had, you also picked up the belief that you're not safe and you need to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, some of you might've experienced abuse and really it drilled in that you're not safe. Some of us simply, our big brother stole our toy or ate our cookie and we started crying and thought, oh, I have to protect myself. People take from me. It doesn't matter if it's big or small, you picked up the belief that you might not be safe either. And so what this does is it creates a lifelong issue with trying to find safety. And, and if we look at everything we do, back behind it, what's really motivating it is trying to find a sense of I'm good enough and I'm safe somehow. Mm -hmm. it, it drives us all the time. So I started looking for how do we resolve those two beliefs? How do we get rid of those? And what I actually discovered is that there's some foundational beliefs even underneath those that create those that are the real source of the problem. So the one I want to talk about with you today is that fear of failure one, because I think it's probably bigger for most people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to tell you it, it's a belief you have. I might not be enough, but the foundational belief underneath it that's creating it is actually the belief that human value can change. So just think about it for a minute. You believe if you could just do better, make more money, lose weight, whatever it is in your life, if you could do better, your value would go up. You would earn more and you could finally feel better about yourself. But if you believe you can earn value and self-esteem, you will also believe you can lose it. So when you gain weight or lose money or make mistakes or you keep doing something wrong, you feel less than other people. So what goes along with this idea that you believe human value is changeable, if you believe that, you have to believe some humans have more value than other humans. And that belief is the cause of almost every problem on the planet. Yes, it is. Because yeah. we have our leaders saying that one person is more important or has a higher value than other people. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere in our lives. Mm -hmm. We've been all taught this belief that some humans, skinny humans have more value than fat ones. White ones have more value than brown ones. And it's all just belief. It's, it's stupid. It's belief. It's not, none of this, any of this is based in fact, but mm -hmm. the problem is that you believe it, that you believe your value can change. And, and what this means is no matter how hard you work to try to earn more, you're still going to find people out there who kind of look like they have more than you. Yes. No matter how much weight you lose, you're still going to find people that you think are prettier than you. And you're never going to win. You're going to always be stuck with this belief that you're not enough. So let me tell you the magic 
The magic with this is changing that foundational belief and deciding that you're going to have a new belief for human value, that every single human being on the planet has the same exact worth and value and they can't change it. It means no matter what they do, they still have the same value as the rest of us. You can't earn more and be better than anyone and you can't lose value and have less than anyone. All human souls have the same worth. And you've got to make this your rule across the board. And you guys, even though like you're probably thinking this sounds so good, it's going to take some work to adopt it, to internalize it. And, and the really amazing part is that the trick for you to believe it about yourself and believe that your value can't change and you're the same as everybody else you will accept it at the level that you give it to other people. So you start making a list of all the people that bug you, (laughs) that you judge, that you see as less than you on any level. Mm -hmm. And you start working on seeing them as having the same value as you and let them be good enough. And the more that you give it away, the more it'll come back and you'll start to internalize it. But you guys, there's nothing more important we could teach our kids than that all human beings have the same work it will change the world Mm -hmm. if we can all just do that exactly my daughter i love my daughter i take her to events with me and she'll go find the homeless people and go talk to them about whatever that's under the sun and then she'll go over and talk to who's ever heading the event and talk to them she doesn't care if they're homeless or if they smell or whatever, or if they're the CEO of whatever we're doing. My, my daughter knows this. This is how she internalizes and she, I strive to be her. So I have two little mental constructs that kind of help people mm-hmm. see it. And the first one's right on the cover of my book. It says life is a classroom, not a test. And, and, Basically, we see it as a test. Mm -hmm. Our value is in question. Every mistake you make docks your value, right? We're we're less or we're better based on our performance. And and we've accepted that as truth. Now, if we throw that belief out and decide to see life as a classroom, what it means is there's no grades on the table. This this life is a journey of learning. And every day you're going to get classroom experiences. And sometimes you're going to, you're going to rise and sometimes you're going to fall. Mm -hmm. And all it means is, oh, that's an interesting lesson. I get to learn some more from that experience, but it doesn't change your value. If life is a classroom, everybody's value is the same. And we're all just learning. And in reality, we're all in a different classroom. Nobody on the planet will ever get the classroom that you are getting because they won't have your genes and your family and your upbringing, right? So everybody's had a different classroom, which is another reason we cannot judge. Mm -hmm. And you just got to focus on learning whatever yours is facilitating and know that you have the same value as everybody else. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. But at the same time, I have the same belief system that you do to a point because my experiences are different than yours. So I have to say to the point, to a point, but at the same time, we all have different beliefs that we learn from childhood 
and we bring them into adulthood and they change our perspective of what's going on around us. If we look at everyone as the same, regardless of where they're at in their journey of life, then our value can't decrease or increase because it's the same thing, right? You literally are bulletproof. You can go do anything mm -hmm. and you can take risks. And if it goes bad, it really doesn't matter because you have the same value in either way. It, it means nothing. No, we made this, this value of money. Money is our value. Well, no, money's not the value. Money is a tool. It's not a value. And we, you start we looking at our tools instead of it as a value, then you change your perspective on everything around you. That is true. Absolutely true. So, <laughs> yeah, it's just, you have to change your perspective, but you can't have someone else change it for you. You can find tools to lead you to a new perspective and you can, you, yeah find resources like Kimberly here to help you find your path to a new perspective, but you have to put in the work. Yeah, you do. And, and I think my assistant sent you a link. Um, I've got this really cool, totally free assessment that people can take online mm -hmm. and, and we're not going to bug you and up, try to upsell you and stuff. Um, we just want you to discover the different ways that your fear of failure and loss are affecting your life, mm -hmm. how, how it's subconsciously driving your behavior and the way you handle problems and obstacles. And um, we really believe that all behavior is driven by what you fear and what you value most. Mm -hmm. And so this assessment is a value profile. It's actually one of the Hartman value profiles that, um, it's a tool used around the world. Lots of companies use the Hartman, but our perspective on it is a little different. And um, when you take the assessment, it's gonna have you rank phrases according to your values. And you have to put what you see as the most good at the top and what is the most bad at the bottom. And so you get, we, we get to kind of look at how you value things in the world, but your fears actually influence what you value. And so understanding your values also shows us your fears. And it's really cool to see on paper just how much fear of failure is in play with you and where it's showing up in your life. Um, it's, it's super interesting. So if anybody would be uh, interested in taking it, I think we sent you the link. Oh, it would be in the comment section of this video or audio. So we can have it for everyone. It's free. there. It's free. I love free stuff. <laughs> you know, it's a tool for you to understand you. That's mm -hmm. all it is. That's all it is. And once you, know you understand we need these tools. Yes, we do. We can't see. <laughs> no, we can't. Why are we keep getting past up to promotion that we envision that we need in our life? Well, what's your fear correlating? to what are the other seeing around us, why we're not getting the promotion. It's not that we're not as good for the promotion. It's what fear is holding us back from getting it. Yep. And it's always one of these fear of failure and fear of loss. Um, since I taught you how to get out of fear of failure, do you want, do you want to talk about fear of loss for a minute? Please, I'm not safe. Please. 
and, and I also want to teach everybody one other thing, even though every human on the planet has both fears, we all struggle with them both. Mm -hmm. You have one that's a little more dominant for you. Mm -hmm. So um, if your fear of failure dominant, which is what I am, you tend to be a little bit more of a, a doormat. You're kind of a people pleaser. You want to be liked so bad. You um, often might be scared to speak your truth or, or stand up for yourself because you, you don't want to cause conflict. And you mm -hmm. want everything peaceful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we tend to be such nice people, but we're too nice. We mm -hmm. don't have good boundaries. We kind of struggle with that if your fear of failure dominant. Mm -hmm. If your fear of loss dominant, you tend to have a little more confidence but you're, you feel a little less safe in the world. And so some of the behaviors that we'll see is control makes you feel safer. So you can be a little more controlling or, or bossy around things. Um, often a little more picky, like I need my house to be cleaned and look like this in order for me to feel safe in the world. And so those things are really overly important to me, maybe more than they should be, because they're where I look for safety. Um, they're a little more opinionated, really strong opinions about issues makes them feel a little safer in the world too. So they'll usually be pretty quick to speak up. <laughs> and, and they'll scare the fear of failure dominant people because they don't wanna argue. Right. And you can't have two of the same in the same household because you're the complete opposite and you're always arguing. Yes. Yeah, some relationships end up with that, but it's funny. Most people mm -hmm. attract the opposite. Mm -hmm. you usually tend to marry the opposite and then it drives you crazy that they're not like you. Yes. Okay. So fear of loss dominant, like we're talking about this need for control, it, it's underlying a feeling of not being safe in the world. And so that's a belief that you have that I'm not safe, but there's another one, a foundational one underneath it that we got to go after again. And the foundational belief is that life is random chaos. And what most of us have kind of grown up seeing is we've got all these humans out there and they have freedom to make any choices they want mm -hmm. and their choices can take from me. They can cut me off in traffic. They can steal from me. They can mistreat me. They can mess up my house. You know, they do these things that make me unsafe. And because they're free to make whatever choices, I mean, it's everybody running around creating chaos out here. Mm -hmm. But do you ever notice some things happen and they seem so, so much synchronicity in them that you're like, that feels like it was meant to happen. Do you have those kind of experiences oh, yourself? Oh, yeah. It, sometimes the negative actually leads to a positive. Often, right? Mm -hmm. but, but sometimes we get these glimpses that the world is not random chaos, that there's some order. And actually, when I look at like the natural world, in the universe itself, there's order everywhere. Mm -hmm. it, it's not a universe of chaos. It's got order. And so um, one of my heroes is um, Viktor Frankl. Do you know who he is? He was I've, I've a, heard the name, but I can't remember where I heard before. Yeah. 
Um, he was a prisoner in Auschwitz, the concentration camps during World War II, but he's famous because he was a famous psychotherapist before the war. And he wrote a book about his experiences um, being captured and going through the concentration camps. The book's called Man's Search for Meaning, and the Library of Congress has named it one of the 10 most influential books ever written. So almost everybody's heard of him and his book. And if you haven't read it, I would strongly encourage you to. Um, I think he teaches us things every human deserves to know and understand. But one of the interesting things, sitting in that concentration camp, he asked himself this question. Is it just random bad luck that I got caught when I did and that I've been sent here and I'm in these barracks with these people having this experience? Is that just random or is there meaning in it? Am I here in this moment having this experience for a reason? And he's just so brilliant and he pondered and pondered this question. And you know what he decided at the end of the day? He decided there's no way to know. There's no source of ultimate truth about whether things are random or they all have purpose or meaning. And what that means is you get to decide what you believe about it. Mm -hmm. You can believe that things are random or you can believe that they have purpose. But what he found in the concentration camp when he saw it as random and it didn't have purpose in it, he got more and more depressed and discouraged and his behavior got worse. So he thought, well, that's not working. Let's try on the belief that there's meaning in what happens to me. And he found that that kind of drove him to want to rise in it, to do something with it. If he's here for a reason, then he was going to make something out of it. He was going to learn and grow from the experience. And so what we found is that clients who have a lot of fear of loss don't feel safe. If you will play with this new belief that everything that happens in your life has meaning and purpose, and it might even be the perfect classroom experience for you that you're having, it's game changing. So imagine um, if I'm stuck in traffic and I'm gonna miss this important meeting that I needed to be at. I have two choices. I can have a loss experience and I can be mad and bugged and I can suffer that this went this way. Okay, that's one option. Option two is to say, I wonder how this is my perfect classroom. What am I supposed to grow from about this experience? Whatever experience you have every day, you have the option of trusting the universe that there's purpose and that there's benefit and that maybe the universe is actually a wise teacher that's conspiring to teach us all the time. And the more that you trust the universe that it is actually serving you, the safer that you're going to feel. You're going to feel safer every day, everywhere you go, because the universe has you. Exactly. No, it makes perfect sense. I mean, back in 2011, I had two strokes and brain surgery. Now I had a choice. I could be, oh, what was me? Why did this happen to me at 28 years old? Or I used the experience of I'm still here. What is my purpose? Awesome. And you used it for something good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it completely changed my life. And now it took me a while to get to 
I have a purpose in life from being where I was because I was in the woes me and wasn't working for me. And I had to change my belief system to I'm here for a reason. What is that reason? That is awesome. So, so if you put these two ideas together for a minute, Mm -hmm. it's even more powerful. So I want to give you like an example. Um, Imagine that you have a job interview coming up and this is a job you really want to have right before the interview. You're going to be nervous because you're going to be, have some fear of failure and loss because you're going to be afraid of blowing it. And if you blow it, you're going to lose the opportunity and you're going to have this fear. If you go into the interview scared with fear, you're also not going to interview as well. No. (laughs) Okay. So we want to get you out of fear. So right before you go in, you're just going to stop and remind yourself, number one, you have the same value as everybody else. And at the end of this interview, you will still have the same value as everybody else on the planet. So your value is not attached to it here. Number two, the universe is always giving you what's perfect for you. So if it's perfect for you to get this job and it's going to provide the lessons you need, you're going to get it. And if you, if, if your perfect classroom is somewhere else, you're not going to get it, but that's going to be perfect too. Mm -hmm. So really you can go into this interview with nothing on the line and you, you, as soon as you get in a place of trust where you don't feel fear, what happens is you find access to your love. You can actually show up as your very best self when you're not afraid. But when you are afraid and you're worried you're not good enough and you might lose and you got to protect yourself, the you that comes out is not the best you. No, it's not not even the real you because you don't have access to your love. And so if you just practice choosing those two things everywhere all the time, it's it is the game changer. Now, the reason I teach this for free, even though this is like a, a big part of our coaching programs and my books, um, is it does take, it, it takes some work. It takes mm-hmm. some repetition. Um, the book, there's like homework you have to do at the end of every chapter. It's almost a little coaching program in a book. Um, there's going to be writing and you're going to reinforce these principles as you go through so that you really internalize them. And, and I also have this coaching program that is incredible. It's, um, it's such a game changer. And if, if you are interested in seeing if it might be for you, we offer a free 30 minute coaching session to get a taste of it. You can find out if it's what, what it's good for you. And on top of that, I promise I can get you a coach who will work with you no matter your budget, no matter how small it is. If you want help, we'll help you. Cause we just want everybody to get out of fear and have and access to these tools. This is something that every person on the planet actually needs. It doesn't matter how successful or broke you are. Every human needs this. I know. And I'm trying to get it out there. And if you're a coach or a therapist or a social worker and you want to learn the coaching program, we can certify you to facilitate it because it's such a game changer. I've we've got lots of professionals that are now using it with all their clients. So this is something that everyone needs and everyone needs to be able to teach other people. This is the whole goal. (laughs) It is. And you know, when you get where fear isn't driving your life, 
you, you get your life back. You get to be you. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, all the grouchy bad behavior, all the negativity, whatever it is that you're battling, at its heart, it is tied to these two fears. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, we don't get anybody that goes through it who it doesn't fix whatever it is that's going on. Right. It's based here. If you went to 2020 and you survived it, obviously we're here, so we did survive it. We learned something about ourselves. We learned truths about ourselves. Now we have to fix the truths that we figured out because now we go back to the grouchy behaviors that we had before 2020. Yeah, matter of fact, interesting thing about this whole COVID experience we've had, it's been a very fear of loss experience. Mm-hmm. It's put us all into more fear of loss than we had before. Because have you noticed how leery you are of other people because they could get you sick? Um, I've, I've had people like, people. you're standing too close to me. <laughs> I'm really healthy. I'm not going to get you sick. But people are more leery of each other. Mm-hmm. So that feeling of unsafe has actually gotten bigger in the world. And we're more out of balance than we were before. Yes. So this is even more needed. Yes, it is. We're post-2020 and we need this because we have to get rid of the fear of loss. Yes, we do. But, um, yeah, you got another question? <laughs> I was just going to say we're almost out of time, so I wanted to make sure people can find you. Where the can they find you? Okay. ClarityPointCoaching.com is my main website. Clarity Point is one, one word, claritypointcoaching.com, no spaces. Um, and you can contact, you could take the assessment there, first of all, which everybody's got to go do because it's just free and it's just interesting. We're going to mm-hmm. send you a big report that shows you all these things about how fear is influencing you. Then um, you can find the book on Amazon. It's called Choosing Clarity by Kimberly mm-hmm. Giles. And um, a matter of fact, I think if you've got Kindle Unlimited, you can read it for free on Amazon, which I really love. Um, so, so that's an option. Um, if you want to try a free 30-minute coaching session with a coach, just so you can kind of get a taste of what the program's like, um, you can contact us through the website. And if you're interested in being certified so that you can teach this to your clients, um, all the information about the coaching Academy is there on that website too. You have everything in one centralized place, which is wonderful. We love that. We don't like to go through six different websites for different information. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. And for our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. <laughs>